podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi and welcome to 49 Unbeaten, the official Arsenal Vavil podcast. Uh, today is episode seven and I'm joined by uh, Jack once again. Um, we're going to jump straight in. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Southampton in the FA Cup. Um, disappointing, disappointing result, to be fair. And then obviously straight after uh, last night, in fact, playing Saints in the league. Um, but Saints in the FA Cup. Jack, what was your immediate uh, reaction to that game? I mean, it was sort of, you could see where it was going to go, where it was going to go from, you know, even before the ball was kicked. You know, I think I think the team selection really summed not our aspirations for the FA Cup, but how the game was going to go. I think Arteta did want to retain, you know, FA Cup, the FA Cup glory of last season. But I think with the team you put out against an inform and an impressive, you know, you know, Southampton put basically the first team out, really. So even from the beginning, it showed how much more Southampton really wanted it in a way. Um, so, yeah, even before the ball was kicked, you could see or you could predict really where the game was going to go. But, yeah, it, it was a shame. The result, obviously, was not what we wanted, really. Yeah, it was um unfortunate result in the end. And Arteta was very strong with his comments when he came out after the league game last night, talking about how, um, well, he was criticised for not playing the likes of Smith Rose, Saka, Partey from the start. Um, but when he did play, he played Willian, he played um, Pepe and El Nenny, um and Martinelli, which I don't think was necessarily a bad thing. But um, he, he was very strong when he came out and said, these players cannot play that amount of football. And it kind of, it showed when uh, Smith Rowe went off with some sort of muscular injury. We hope it's not too serious. And then yeah. Partey, um, went off with some cramp as well, I believe, and then uh, yeah. and then he came on. But yeah, I think it's um, as much as as much as um, that team was probably good enough to beat a Southampton side. Um, yeah. I think um, ultimately the players didn't didn't turn up on the day, and they can be the ones criticised rather than the manager. Yeah, it's all about senior players stepping up, and we've said it throughout the whole throughout the whole season so far. William's been poor. Um, you know, El Nene's been okay, but he just simply isn't good enough um, for the you know this growing Arsenal team that we have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the FA Cup result, Saturday's result, was just all down to you know those first team players, those senior players, you know, players who have won the FA Cup with Arsenal before. Mm. You know, not stepping up against a competitive and you know a really really strong pressing Southampton side. If um, anything, that Southampton side we played in the FA Cup was stronger than the team we played last night in the league. Yeah, so do I, I believe I was, I was shocked, to be quite honest. Yeah, um, with the side that he put out, um, that Southampton put out last night, but because of injuries, yeah, yeah, you got Ryan Birch yeah. injured, Carl Walker Peters. Yeah, I mean Walker Peters was a, a, a thorn in Arsenal's side in the FA Cup. He was oh, yeah. outstanding, massively, massively. He he um. He's been a revelation for Southampton since he's since he's joined them, and um, yeah. he's um, obviously uh, Valerie played last night, and the young lad on the left back, and you could say arguably they were both at fault for the um, 
for the Pepe goal because Valerie was like all over yeah. behind him. He was he, he let him get goal side, and then um, obviously Saka's won the, the left back wasn't there, and he rounded the keeper and put it in the net. But um, ultimately, at the end of the day, um, from from my perspective, the um, the game was won last night at St Mary's from three moments of uh, quality football, and oh, yeah. and. Um, well, just the, th- the three goals summed up were quality. The the pass into Pepe from Shaka was uh, beautiful. The team move for the um, Saka goal was beautiful with the, the ball was played yeah. Lacazette. And then he hit it first time on the spin to Saka, who ran in behind and then slotted it home calmly. Um, yeah. You could tell he'd learned from his mistake when, um, I don't know if you remember, but against Leeds, he tried to round the keeper and ended up fluffing it. And yeah. um, it was a very similar kind of scenario in this one, but he made sure he buried that one. And then, obviously, beautiful pass from Cedric uh, for, oh, the, yeah. um, for the um, uh, what was it Lacazette goal? Nice, and, and then yeah. even the pass from Saka and that was beautiful as well. Yeah, it, it, every single goal was outstanding. But the thing I noticed from that game, very different to the FA Cup game, was that every player stepped up. Every player, you know, played for the badge. Every player, you know worked so that was a part of that team um was a part of you know everyone was a part of the goals that we scored everyone played such an important and crucial role mm-hmm. in in an important game that we needed to win you know pepe finally stepping up he was outstanding last night I, I've, I've never seen him play that good in an arsenal shirt you know his ball retention um you know composure to finish as well brilliant cedric covering for tierney he was outstanding last night as well i think yeah, he- you said earlier yeah, it was an unfamiliar oh, role for him, wasn't it? And it was beautiful. Oh, sorry. An unfamiliar role for Cedric, wasn't it, on the left-hand yes. side? And that worked really nicely for him where he, he was cutting inside and playing it on his stronger right foot. Those, yeah. That wasn't the only time he did that ball as well, was it? No, I mean, he had that chance as well on his right foot early on. Oh, that was um, close, wasn't it? Yeah. So close. I, I, that's the first time in a while I've actually got off my seat to <laughs> you know, go absolutely mental at an Arsenal goal. Uh, that would have been that. I mean... You know, players like Cedric stepping up now, you know, where where there is threat to bring in another left back to cover Tierney when he can't play. Yeah. So, you know, the likes of Cedric now stepping up in different positions is bringing that competition to healthy competition for that sure. Arsenal side. But yeah, I mean, Saturday, um, sorry, yesterday night's game, Tuesday's game, um, was such an important win um, in regards of continuing that revival and you know to continue I think we're now unbeaten in the league six games isn't it yeah yeah. so yeah no brilliant performance against you know an informed Southampton side so yeah really pleased it's brilliant yeah definitely I think Saka's now Saka's now like everyone's everyone's rated him everyone said he's a good young player but now he's making a statement to the league saying that I am um, in contention and, and I'm good enough to play for this Arsenal side and in yeah. my opinion should be on the playing ground to the Euros um, but as an attacker not just a, a left back because yeah. I do think he is up there with well, he's, he's not a Jaden Sancho's level but he's well arguably he might be close to it but he's um, he's one of the best players in the league right now and he's he's been that um, consistent player through as the team's been playing badly and as the team's been playing well, he's consistently been one of, if not our best players, along with Kieran Tierney, in my opinion. Yeah, he's 
he's really, really proving his worth. You know, he's been, he's been uh, not in the shadows recently, but, you know, Emil Smith-Rowe stepped up. Yeah. Um, and he's sort of overtaken him in the, in the limelight. But, yeah, last night he he really showed, you know, how much of a talent he really is. You know, as you mentioned earlier, learning from his mistakes, you know, taking that finish on the first touch rather than taking another. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, to bury that open goal. Um, but, yeah, I'm... I generally think he brings so much to that Arsenal side. And I really do think that he does have a contention to get into that Euro squad. He brings you know, so much energy, so much agility, um, and a lot of options as well for Southgate. As you mentioned, he's not just a defender. He's not just a winger. He can really play anywhere, can't he? Versatile Proven player. last night. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, you know, he played, um, played on the right last night, so Pepe could play on the left. You can play anywhere across um, the front three. Exactly. So, you know, he really is a, a a player Southgate really needs to think about. Um, but I think I think he will go to the Euros. I think he's proven himself this year to, you know, at least get onto the bench, get into that squad to to, uh, um, to go to his first, you know, international tournament. So, yeah, no, he's so pleased. I'm so pleased we've now got a, you know, a, a homegrown Arsenal player that has a opportunity now to grow at Arsenal, you yeah. know. So, yeah, no, he's, he's super pleased. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely agree with you there. He should definitely be on the plane. Um, another player who, um, who's who been playing well for us recently that uh, could be in that conversation for Gareth Southgate, Rob Holding, do you think he should be in the conversation? But no, that is tough. Because he's... I don't know. He, he last night against Southampton, he did pull his socks up, and he was, he was, he was very good. He was, you know, he's. he's I just don't know. I don't know if Rob is. He's a quality player. He's solid. You know, he's that. He's he's a classic centre back, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's 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 he, he lets you know he's there. His presence is known. Mm-hmm. Um, but will he get over the likes of, you know, will he get? I mean, he could replace Maguire. I don't, I don't know about that, but I think England England at centre-backs, um, obviously John Stones has stepped up massively for Man City recently. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, There's so much competition. You've got, you've got players like Eric Dyer, though. You, you'd think, surely he's he's a better player than Eric Dyer. Or, yeah. Um, who else is there? Well, you've got tough, some of the other players in and around the squad, which are England. England's defence isn't necessarily the strongest. Oh, maybe that's where Southgate needs to... Look at other options sure. before the Euros to rotate, but it may be too early for Rob. I know we're saying, you know, he's you know he's not young anymore. Really, he's he's sort of um, he's almost reaching. I, I don't know if he's got that far to go to reach, you know, his prime. Really, he's you know, I don't know if there's any any if he can improve much more, but I don't think there's enough to take him. It'd be quality if he could. I think no, he's, he's, he's definitely worth he's worked. the conversation, but whether he will actually well, go there, I don't. I, I don't know if I'd be completely uh, disappointed if he didn't go. But if Saka didn't no. go, I'd be completely outraged. Cause he, oh yeah, I, I, I think he really has. He's on that list. I think he yeah. needs to be. Yeah, definitely. Um, so moving on now to um, we've had a lot of um, outgoings. Uh, we've had Kolasinac leave, and. Finally, after after years and years of um, 
this cloud that's been that's been over us. Mesut Ozil's now moved on to Fenerbahce. As much as he's been an amazing um, servant to the club from his time, most decorated player in the Emirates era. Um, obviously, last episode we discussed all that. Um, not going to touch on it too much now, but um, out with the um, M10 and in with the um, Martin Odegaard with the number 11. Yeah, he's uh, very pleased. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that we've got you know, a replacement in. You know, we haven't just relied on um, the likes of um, Smith Road still on his own. Um, as you said earlier, he's, he's you know, he's, he's a brilliant talent. Um, you know, before the before we hopped onto this call, he's, you know, he's, it sounds like people are very pleased with the signing. Um, but I don't know. I've, I'm not concerned with this signing. Um, it's been expressed that his his ambitions are to play for Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's one, you know, is he going to stay at Arsenal? Is there a chance that he'll stay for another term, another season on loan at Arsenal after his six-month um, um, six stay in North London? Um, I'm not sure. Um, but it was mentioned on Sky Sports the other day um, that will he, will he improve Arsenal's current youth system? Will he, you know, improve the likes of Emil Smith-Rowe? You know, improve Saka even more. You know, with his talent and his um, and his ability, um, but he's still young, and he still has to. He still has a lot of improving for himself to do as well. Mm. Um, he needs to get used to the Premier League as well. Within six months, that could be difficult to do. Yeah. So it it could be it could be a positive thing. It, you know, Odegaard signing for Arsenal, a lot of excitement. Um, you know, the morale is high at the moment. At Arsenal. Um, he's been you know welcomed. Um, <laughs> he's been welcomed well um, but it's difficult I really hope he does improve this Arsenal side um, but yeah I just I hope he I hope he settles in well and I hope he does support the youngsters um, as well as um, himself improving as a player also yeah um, I've seen some rumours saying he um, I don't know how reliable these are but I've seen some rumours saying he um, he could be making his debut on Saturday Against Manchester oh. United, and if 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 um if he does, that will be a baptism of fire to keep an eye out for. Um, we'll definitely get an idea for if he's any good or not during that game. Um, yeah. but, um, I think he's. I haven't seen much of him personally, but I do think he he's um he's a big name. He's a Real Madrid player. Uh, so Bios knows him well apparently. Um, and it will it will be it's another it's another player that can come in and. Uh, provide competition for Smith Rowe and other players in and around that front three. We're, we're looking pretty good squad, squad depth wise. Yeah, we are. And now also with his arrival, um, obviously not trying to sound horrible here, but the likes of Willian will now have another person in front of them to get into the side. So um, uh, hopefully Odegaard can come in and he can um, hit the ground running. Um, and then who knows what could happen. He could, uh, I've seen Fabrizio Romano say that there's going to be conversations had between Arsenal and Real Madrid at the end of the of their both their um, the loan spells for Ceballos and Odegaard uh, to see what will happen with their futures. They might both go back um, yeah. in the unlikely situation because sign them both permanent, or we could sign one, not sign the other. Who knows? Yeah. That will be something to look out for in the summer. Um, but yeah, can you can you see any more incomings potentially from your perspective? Um, I hope for a left back. Um, obviously, we said 
Cedric played brilliantly last night in that position, covering for Tierney. Yeah. But will that, will that be a regular occurrence? You know, maybe, you know, there's been rumours, potential Bertrand could be yeah. coming to Arsenal on loan. Um, and then um, join us afterwards. But, yeah, I'm not sure. We may need to just wait until the summer, until we can expect anything. You know, Arteta now has a side where with the remaining half of the season, he can now see which players are the players that he's going to, make going to you know, bring with him on this journey. You know, how, you know, he's going to use, you can learn which players are going to grow under him and which players he needs to ship off in the summer. I don't think we should really bring anyone in with too much of a high profile this January. So, or, or, or anyone really, you know, we've, we've, we've got a strong squad. We've got quite a lot of depth to it now. Um, so I think Arteta won't be bringing in anyone, um, anyone really to compete um, with the squad. Maybe just to add a bit of, add a bit of depth. So there is a bit of rotation so players can have rest. You know, the likes of Bertrand coming in. I can't see him having a major impact at Arsenal. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe we shouldn't expect anything. Obviously, we've got only a few days left now of the window. So maybe just look forward to the summer, get this season over and done with, see where we finish. Um, and then hopefully we can attract some big names in the summer. Yeah, I think we, we've covered two of the main positions we needed already. Uh, goalkeeper Matt Ryan coming in. That's a brilliant backup goalkeeper to have. Um, unfortunately, Renato yeah. Morton, he didn't provide that um, security that we needed. Oh. I think that game against Man City proved it for him with he let Mahrez's goal go through his fingers and the, the kid just doesn't look ready um, and hopefully he can come good with some loan spells or something like that. But right now, we do need someone to come in to be that backup goalkeeper and Matt Ryan's that guy and I am, I'm very pleased with that one. Obviously, it came out of nowhere as well, didn't it? <laughs> No one reported on yeah, it. I did not. We had we had no warning. No. No. Arsenal were the first people to actually. But yeah. No. He's, he, yeah, he's... Arsenal were the first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but no. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's you know we've now got that goalkeeper to add a bit of competition to Burn Leno. I don't think he's going to get in front of Burn Leno. He's he's been brilliant. <laughs> you know, our goalkeeper. He's, he's he's outstanding. I you know he's improved so much. But yes, yeah, important to get those backups. So, you know, the likes of Matt Ryan and the likes of Bertrand, potentially, just to add a bit of depth um, and a bit of competition. But, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't expect anything too soon, um, no. maybe in the summer. No. So, looking ahead, um, we've got a um, uh, big big game against Man United coming up on Saturday. Uh, game, yeah. Half past five kickoff. Uh I think that's one for everyone to be excited about. Two informed teams, Man United <laughs> now um, second in the league by a point, point off Man City. Um, can, can we pop their bubble? Um, we will be looking ahead uh, in the next uh, podcast. We'll do that pre-Man United, uh, probably about Thursday, Friday time. But uh, big, big podcast to expect. Hopefully we'll have some guests on as well. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that can be another three points. And I don't, I don't know about you, Jack, but we always seem to play Man United when they've won a load of games and they're they're on their high horse, and then we'll just come and knock them down. We hopefully we can do the same again here. Yeah, I hope that happens. I mean, that'd be, that'd be brilliant. You know, knock them down. You know, let City run away with it. 
um, for a bit, you know. But yeah, no, we need to beat them. Need to. I don't want Man United to win the league. That'd be horrible, horrible way to uh, finish the season. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, we have to see. You know, we're both on form, so it'll be a hell, it'll be very competitive, very competitive game. We will have. Um, well, we don't know about the Aubameyang situation. That could be for. We hope that um, at least Tierney back. And, yeah. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, party too serious and Smithrow or Odegaard can make a make an appearance as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed, man. Well, uh, cheers for chatting with us, and um, cheers, guys, for listening. Uh, feel free to save the podcast. Um, tweet us at Arsenal Babble One. And we will catch you for that uh, pre-Man United podcast on Thursday or Friday. Cheers, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.